Okie dokie guacamole everyone, here we are getting ready for episode 22 of Hildy's Hot Takes. Uh, coming to you live still from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I've been having a blast uh, the first little bit of the season. We're six games in. And yeah, I've just been having a blast. Uh, I just love meeting new people, you know, nurturing new friendships and, and just chilling with the boys, right? I fucking love chilling with the boys. It's like my favorite thing to do of all time because like whenever you're doing anything, like if I'm going to the gym to rip a sauna, hey, anybody want to come rip a sauna? Chilling with the boys. Who wants to come to the gym, play some 21, a little one-on-one, play a little basketball, you know? Seeing the boys at the rink, so much energy. I fucking love it. But yeah, episode 22, Hildy's Hot Takes. What do I got for you here? Um, I Chipotle is really just taking a fucking arm and a leg from you these days when you're just trying to fill up on a bowl. Like, I went there. I had a $20 gift card that I got from a pinata of all places. Yeah, like the pinata, there was a Chipotle gift card in there. And um, there was a big group of us. It was just like some picnic we had. I don't really like... It was just a bunch of guys hanging around, having a picnic, throwing some bags and hitting some pinatas, right? And so a bunch of the candy fell out of the pinata, right? And I like reached down, I saw the gift card and I grabbed the gift card and I was kind of looking away at the same time because there was like a bunch of guys trying to grab the gift cards. And there was someone, someone else's hand was on the gift card and I snatched that shit out of there, just ripped it from them. Anyway, I had a $20 gift card. I was like, nice. This is like two bowls. So I go to Chipotle on our off day last week and I get my normal shit. First of all, I think I have the best Chipotle bowl of all time. I'll go through it. Like nobody's Chipotle bowls are better than mine because I make the best ones. But anyway, light rice, light beans, double fajita veggies, which I think they charge me for that too. Double fajita veggies. Like... I just want more veggies, right? I want more veggies, less carbs. I got double steak, which they charge you for that, obviously. But three ninety five dollars has it always been three ninety five for double steak? I feel like it, it, it never used to be that much. And so then I'm like, yeah, I, that's my normal order. So I'm just ready for it. And this is what I get every time. So this is what I'm so fucking confused about. But anyway... Double steak, you know, salsa, corn, sour cream on the side because I keep it tight these days. You know, I'm a tight guy. Um, lettuce, cheese, and guac. Guac is extra. Everybody knows that. But $3.95 for guac. What are we talking about here? In this economy, $3.95, I think, is what they charge me for extra guac. So they got me on the extra fajitas, which is bullshit. $3.95 for double steak. I feel like never used to be that much. Um, and then $3.95 for guac. And I got a bag of chips too. My order was like $23 for one bowl and a bag of chips. And I thought the guy got it wrong that he was talking to like the guy before me or after me that was getting two bowls or something. And I was like, $23? He's like, yeah. I said, well, for what? He goes, double fajita, double steak, guac, and chips. $23 for a bowl and some chips. Fuck. Thanks, Biden. Just kidding. 
about that one. I really don't know anything about politics. It's just funny to say that, like, especially about the, the gas prices. Just absolute clean humor when you take a picture of the gas pump and it says like 360 a gallon and you just say, thanks, Biden. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense, but it's just hilarious. But yeah, Chipotle really gouging you these days, big time. And now we got to talk about the metaverse. This shit is fucking bonkers, people. It's bonkers. Like this Ready Player One stuff. But I don't even know anything about it. It's like NFTs, fucking crypto, metaverse. Um, Facebook changed their name to Meta. Mark Zuckerberg is really scaring me right now. Somebody needs to fucking assassinate that guy. But I said that in the room to some of the guys and then it immediately occurred to me that like he's probably like got clones of himself like Rick and Morty. Like they're probably time traveling and shit already. So it's like pointless. If you killed him, he would just, he would just come back. But I was scrolling through the cesspool of what is my Instagram explore page, which they show me pretty much everything I don't want to look at for some reason. But this fucking guy, Sean Peary, posted this thing. It was a bunch of his tweets about his hot take. And he's saying, everyone is wrong about the metaverse. Here's my three-part theory, okay? This is this guy's three-part theory about the metaverse. And it is fucked up. But let me read it to you. Part one, everyone is wrong. Most people think the metaverse is a virtual place, like in the movie Ready Ready Player One. A virtual world like Minecraft, Roblox, or like Zuck showed in the Facebook demo yesterday. But what if it's not a place? You have to be a pretty big loser to refer to Mark Zuckerberg as Zuck, first of all. Next slide. Part two. It's not a place. It's a time. A time, you ask? Yes. A moment in time. You know, in artificial intelligence, there's an idea of the singularity. It's a moment where AI becomes smarter than humans. The moment where artificial intelligence is greater than human intelligence. Part three what the metaverse is. The metaverse is the moment in time where our digital life is worth more to us than our physical life. Let me read that again. This guy thinks the metaverse is the moment in time where our digital life is worth more to us than our physical life. Life. This is not an overnight change or an invention by some Steve Jobs type. It's a gradual change that has been happening for 20 years. Every important part of life is going digital. Work from factories to laptops, boardrooms to Zooms, friends from neighbors to followers. Where do you find like-minded people? Twitter, Reddit, etc. Games. More kids play Fortnite than basketball and football combined. Identity. Filters of the new makeup. Stories of your personal billboard to broadcast who you are. What matters more? What you look like in real life or what you look like on Instagram? Everything goes digital, your friends, your job, your identity. And now with crypto, your assets are online too. Bored apes, the new Rolex, Fortnite skins, the new skinny jeans. If everyone hangs out on online all the time, then your flexes need to be digital. <laughs> this guy is fucked up. Uh, so if you play this forward another 10 to 20 years, we will cross into the metaverse. The moment in time where digital matters more to us than physical. Our attention used to be 99% on our physical environment. TVs dropped that down to 85, computers to 70, phones to 50. Our attention has been sucked from physical to digital, and where attention goes, energy flows. (laughs) 
if 50% of our attention is on our digital screen, then 50% of our energy will go to our digital life. Today, today it takes some, some effort to take our phone out of our pocket and look at it. Soon some company will make smart glasses that sit in front of, wait, first of all, today it takes some effort to take our phone out of our pocket and look at it. It takes no effort at all, you fucking dingus. Soon some company will make smart glasses that sit in front of our eyes all day. We will go from 50% attention to screens to 90, around 90 plus, 90 plus attention to screens. That's the moment in time when the metaverse starts because at that moment, our virtual life will become more important than our real life. Are you fucking kidding me, buddy? Then this, the, the scariest part about that, all that is not because it's going to come true. Like that will never come true. Okay. I, I will look you in the eyes right now. Anybody you can ref, try and refute me on this. Like I got some crypto friends, like you guys can listen to this. There will never, ever be a point in time where I care about what is happening on my social media or online or in the digital world world more than my actual physical life. And there's never, ever going to be a point in time where that actually happens. Never, ever. And maybe I'm wrong. And if that happens, just fucking kill me. Kill me. Because that sounds horrible, okay? 90% of our time looking at screens, we will die. I think your brain will fucking melt if you do that. Humans just weren't built to do that. Those these people are taking, have no idea about what, how the human body and brain even works if this is how they think. You'll literally die. You'll get depressed. You'll die. You'll have anxiety. You'll fucking kill yourself. Everything that's happening right now is because of technology. And if you were saying 10 to 20 years, that's going to be even crazier. There's going to be people that will just never happen. And what I'm saying about the scariest part about all of this is the way that guy was writing his posts and like advancing his thoughts on the tweets. It's like he was optimistic for that to happen. Like he was longing for that to happen. And there's so many of these people I see on Instagram and Twitter that are saying, Oh, they can't wait for the metaverse. They can't wait for all this to start off. Like, what are you talking about? Go outside. Jesus Christ, sit by the ocean. Go look at a river. Fucking watch a sunset. Get up early enough for the sunrise. Have an actual life. Like, jerk off. Have sex. Fucking kiss somebody. Kiss a guy. Kiss a girl. Do anything. Literally do anything other than longing for your digital life to matter more than your fucking physical one. Are you that big? of a socially inept loser that you literally are longing for your digital life to be important. It will never be not in our lifetimes. So if you're some fucking nerd sitting behind your computer saying, Oh, can't wait for my freaking uh, digital life to be <laughs> more freaking important than my physical life. So I don't have to go inside anymore so I can get girls online. Like, what are you going to be meeting people online, getting married online or digital life? You're going to be sleeping online. God, somebody needs to fucking murder Mike, Mark Zuckerberg right now. Mark Zucky. And pretty much anyone that thinks this metaverse shit is legit and a good idea because. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. How about Connor McDavid? 
what an absolute psycho that guy is. Like, if you're not a hockey fan, oh well. You should start being a hockey fan just because of Connor McDavid. And if you're listening to this and you're not even a big sports fan, because contrary to popular belief, I was talking to one of my friends about this, and she said that she didn't she didn't think like she was part of my like demographic that I'm my audience that I'm reaching out to. I was like, what are you talking about? This is for the masses. This podcast is for the masses. We had some skate with the fans stuff after our game on Sunday afternoon. And there was fans like teenage girls, teenage boys, parents of these girls, like fans of the team saying how they love the pot. They're like, they're not big sports fans. They just thought it was hilarious. And I haven't even talked about sports yet until now. We're 12 minutes in. And, you know, I don't even talk about sports that much. But anyway, Connor McDavid, if you don't watch hockey, fucking type it, type Connor McDavid goal in, and it'll be probably the first one that pops up on Twitter where he, first of all, he takes the puck out of the zone on his own while it's five on five, like willingly, instead of just dumping it in, which, you know, usually you only see that on three on three, but I guess if you're fucking McDavid level hockey IQ, you think that that's the best place, best way to go. Like if I did that, like if I just, if we had just had possession in the zone and I just was like, you know, I'm not liking how this is looking. And I just took it out of the zone willingly. Like coach would fucking shit on me. Right. Like, but McDavid does it. And then one guy goes for a change and the rest of his team goes for a change. And then there's four guys still on the ice for New York. And he just makes a split second decision and says, fuck it. I'm, I'm going. (laughs) <laughs> and he absolutely inside outs this guy under the stick, under the stick and right around him. And at first, the first few times I, I saw it, I, I like put my phone down. I was digesting and I was thinking to myself, like that guy barely even crossed over the, the last D-man. And then my teammate the next morning said, like, look at it again. Like he doesn't even cross over. He takes one step, like, a half a foot step to his left with his left foot. And as he's already doing that, McDavid's going to his right. And then, and then somehow the goalie is in the corner. He makes some head fake and the goalie is fucking in the corner and he just slides it into an empty net tie game. The Oilers are a wagon. McDavid is McDavid's going to win a cup in the next five or six years. I think. And he's only getting better, which is insane. I mean, he's 24, a kid same age as me. I'm only getting better because I'm a fucking beast. But if I'm only getting better, then McDavid's only getting better, better. Like, with all the resources he has and the money that he can, you know, invest into his his mind and body and training, like, he's scary out there. And then, did you see the freaking interview? Interview was the most hilarious thing ever. I'll try and find it on Twitter right now. He's just like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm out there to score big goals. And, uh, you know, uh, that's my job. Score big goals, which I get paid to do. Uh, You know, uh, maybe it probably shouldn't uh, take on four guys at once all the time. But, you know, it was a weird play. You know, they were all coming up and I was just going right down the pipe and, uh, you know, just trying to make a play. Like, I was watching that the other night and... I was like, oh, here we go.
take four guys on all, all you know, every night. But you know, with the, um, I thought it just the situation kind of was weird. You know, everyone was kind of coming up. I was kind of coming down the fight, but just trying to make a play. Like what a beauty! Like that, I don't know if you can hear that or not. I frankly don't care. I'm gonna post this. I'm gonna post this episode anyway. What a beauty! Like, and of course, there's fucking snowflakes on people that comment, and even like some people I talk to, like, oh, that's like so cocky of them. Like, why would he? Why would he say that? Like, Crosby would never say that. And I'm the biggest Crosby stand there is, and. Crosby's not scoring any goals like that or has like, maybe he has, but McDavid is on another level. This Dimitri Filipovic guy, like advanced stat nerd posted like a two and a half minute video of McDavid just going on rushes and talking and like probably like 15 of the nicest goals you've ever seen just compiled in two and a half minutes. And the guy's 24, like, <laughs> I don't know. McDavid's a savage. Savage. Um, what else we got here? I went and saw Dune with uh, Timothy Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, um, at 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 the theater here in Tulsa, and it just reminded me. I just thought I brought it up. Fucking Marcus Cinemas in like the Midwest or in like Minnesota, when like the main guy would go on there, and this just like the old guy that like owned the cinemas, and he'd be sitting in a theater like telling you to turn your phone off and just a hilarious running joke that we had throughout college where like we would just take a picture of that guy sitting there and say, fuck this guy because everyone hated him. And that was almost could even be omitted from the pod, but whatever. The last thing I want to talk about is the whole John Gruden thing. Like I don't even want to talk about the whole John Gruden thing. I didn't, wasn't going to talk about it at all on this podcast, obviously because everything you said was fucked up and like, dude, it's 2021. You cannot be, pulling that shit on emails these days like but anyway what did that happen like three weeks ago that Gruden stuff three like almost three weeks ago at least I was making some lunch yesterday and and my roommate had ESPN on and they had uh Stephen A. Smith and some other guy we're still talking about it on ESPN on SportsCenter or whatever the fucking show they're on what are we still talking about John Gruden for? He is a fucking moron. He got fired. He's a racist. He's a homophobe. Slap whatever label you want on him. Like, he's done. He got fired. He resigned. Like, why are we talking about this three weeks after it happened? I just don't get it. It's like, I just don't get it. It's like people want to talk about it for some like, it should just be done with like the guy's a fucking idiot. He fucking, he did all that stuff, whatever. That was three weeks ago. We can stop talking. Like we can, I, there has to be something more interesting and more like current events to talk about on sports center during the day or whatever. than something that happened three weeks ago, give it a rest. I've had enough. It's over. Shit happened. He got fired. He's done. He's not going to be associated with the NFL anymore. What are we still talking about him for? Talk about something else. Talk about hockey, Sports Center. Haven't seen shit about hockey. All right. Hildy's Hot Takes episode 22 is done. Thanks for listening.
Come, I'm come back to you live from Tulsa. Oh, nah. Next week. Bye-bye.